0: Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. Wow, there you go. There you go. Another fun day. Sounds good, smells go. good, but it mm, tastes, tastes great. terrible. Yeah, well, you'll get over it. Big news. At least
1: I don't have to listen to it in stereo. That's true.
0: That's true. Big yeah. news, my friend. Big news. So our bearing precious seed financial challenge this year was to raise $186,000 or $250,000 Canadian. And so I'm in Mount Vernon with Brother Josh Lehman, who did a great interview with us. And he gets yes. up in church, just off the top top of his head, and he says, hey, church, let's see if we can help these guys finish the country of Canada. Brother Stone, what do you need to finish the country of Canada? And I said, well... I, I don't have that, but I can give you what we need to meet our matching goal this year. And he says, how much is that? And I said, we need $30,000 U.S. or about $40,000 Canadian. And he says, all right, church, what, what do you want to do? What part of that do you want to do? And it was quiet for several seconds. And he goes, what do you want to do? And a guy yelled out, 30000 and Brother Lehman's like, oh, 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 oh okay. He said, I, I, I was thinking like 10 or 15, but if that's what you want to do, he goes, is there anybody else? Anybody else? Nobody said a word. Anybody? Anybody yeah. else? Any, any, anybody? Nobody. He says, does anybody want to you know, challenge that? And they're like, nope. So he goes, okay, that's what we're going to do. We're gonna raise thirty thousand dollars by the end of the year. Amen. And I thought, that's Amen. awesome, man, to to reach Amen. that goal. One hundred eighty-six thousand dollars U.S. Yes, two hundred fifty thousand. Oh Canadian. yes. I it, I I never thought I never thought we'd do it. I I was to the point where I said, you know what, we've gotten close, but we're not gonna do it, my little faith. So Monday, he gets a text from somebody in the church and said, Hey, I'll tell you what, I will match up personally. I will match up to fifteen thousand dollars, but you have to raise the money by Wednesday, the end of the missions conference. Amen. And I'm like, oh wow, that's awesome. So Tuesday he gets up and he said, Well, we've raised nine thousand of this fifteen thousand. Amen. And he announced it money that here's the challenge. And so they had nine thousand. I thought that's great. Wednesday he gets up and he says, folks, not only did we match the fifteen thousand dollars, we've had $20,000 come in towards this thing. So they raised the $30,000 to help us finish the $186,000 matching offering, $250,000 Canadian, to uh, help us uh, finish out the project here in, uh, in Canada. So we have the funds whereby we can do the mailing to uh quebec and be done with the nation um i've asked folks to continue to give though because we want to help with the cost of putting those together and we have two groups that have done that and so we're going to continue to do that and then anything we get in now will go towards the american gospel project so uh things are going well so great great news there i'm excited to share that and uh, some of you have already seen that on social media but oh man just a great great thing and and for all
1: the missionaries out there, yeah, that's, that's right. mvbt.org. <laughs> that's <right.
0: laughs> so, to Mount Vernon Baptist Temple and Pastor Josh Lehman, uh, God Amen. bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Praise you. Praise the Lord. We never, that is just wonderful. We never thought in a million years that was going to happen there. So, that's good. It shows great faith and uh, that people really do want to get involved in some great things. So, Amen.
1: You. That is just awesome. That's just of the Lord.
0: Yeah. I called the gentleman who gives us that challenge and uh, I said, Hey, I want to give you great news. We've met it again this year. Uh, we'll see if we can go over and above that. And he says, Are you sure you don't need any more? And I'm like, Uh uh. uh Isn't that uh, great? Uh, uh. Yeah. So, Isn't that great? So I told him, I said, Yeah, let's. Not let's. this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, I said, but
1: I'll I'll, I'll talk to you in January. <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding.
0: Well, I did tell him. I said, well, we are going to start in America, and we've got you know these two groups in Beckley and Milford who are helping us, and I'm sure they could use some more. So, yeah, that's great. And then on Amen. top of that, I'm I'm walking out to my car after the service, and a guy says to me, he goes, Hey, he says, uh, I just moved from I believe it's I believe it's Mass, uh, Massachusetts. He said, What would it cost me to do all of Massachusetts if I did it myself? so i figured out oh the number and goodness. i told him it was like $750,000. Oh yeah. And i told the, oh yeah. i told the pastor and he said, "Man, i he might be able to do it." So, incredible. So, good stuff. Amen. Cool. Cool, cool. Amen. So, there you go. So that has nothing to do with the bus ministry, but it does have to do well, it with it slightly,
1: you know. Yeah. Uh i think of promotions. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you have to you have to keep it in front of people. You know, people don't know the need right until you tell them. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, over the years, people would be a little bit shy. Well, you know, I'm going here, whatever you could do instead of, look, here's how much I have. Here's how much we need. Whatever the Lord lays upon your heart, that's wonderful because you have left some places without anything for the Canadian Gospel Project. And you left other places with quite a bit. And so uh, it's, it's of the Lord.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dealing with kids today in bus ministry and dealing with their parents, um, we know that there can be some tremendous families and some great help. And then Amen. there can be some parents that are really tough to work with. Let's let's talk about dealing with those parents today and, and how to maybe um, keep from having some problems and maybe some good ways to build those relationships with parents. What are some things that you did when you were in the bus ministry?
1: The main thing is making sure that you're honest all the time. Yes. If the kids act up, you tell the parents. Uh, If there are times that the kids are just they won't listen, I'm sorry. They can't come back for three weeks. Uh, You know, you have to have some sense of discipline. And I think the parents understand that. And as a whole, they usually agree. And you want them on your side. (coughs) Excuse me, there have been times whenever we've had to call a parent to come and pick up their child because they just are misbehaving so badly. And sometimes they come back, but sometimes they don't. But whenever somebody's that bad and that obnoxious and that rebellious, um, it's better if they don't come unless they, you know, mend their ways. Yes, we want every kid to get saved, but you don't want to run off kids, the good kids on the bus because you got a couple of bad kids.
0: Yeah. We found that, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it's a coughing kind of day. Um, we found that a lot of kids that came on our bus route were were on medications, usually behavioral medications. That's, yeah, that's, and that's true. And the bus ministry, it's it sounds terrible, but is really a great babysitter for a lot of parents who have trouble with kids and they just want a break. They just need the kids out of the house so they can have an hour or two to themselves. That's not every home, that's not every parent, but we did have a lot of those. And so you're going to you're going to have these kids who come and they're going to be off of their medication and they're going to struggle. They're going to struggle with having, you know, good behavior on the bus. Be prepared for that. Understand that. Maybe do some research on what those meds do and how they act, and how they how those kids are going to act when they're not on them. And you need to know that and work within that. And then, you know, again, if you have parents that will give the information, you can ask them. Are there are there any medications that we should be aware of in case your kids do get in trouble? Uh, they get sick. Um, have that information available. And with, you know, phones today and, and uh, computers, we can keep track of that stuff. But I think that's important. But I think, yeah, you're right. Um, to to really establish a great relationship with parents really defeats a lot of problems on the bus later. It if does. This kid's, if those kids know, hey, I'll call your parents and they'll come and get you. And they know what that parent's going to do when they get hold of that kid. They're going to hug him and kiss him and tell him they love him. Um, Those kids will straighten up pretty quick. And we used to have behavioral problems. And, and I would say that, okay, I'm calling your mom. Why? Why They're, She's going to come and get you. And if that mom or dad had to leave home and come to the church and get yes. them, that kid knew they were going to be in big trouble. So yep. some of those things can help as well.
1: Yeah. And uh, then as far as dealing with kids with meds, at sometimes you just have to tell the parent, we don't have the facilities to be able to take care of your child's needs. I'm sorry. You know, it just... Um, there, there have been many people over the years that I've heard sort of complain, like, ah, I don't want to be just be a babysitter for these kids. I do, because we're trying to give them the gospel. We're trying to give them the Word of God. I don't care the intent of the parent. Um, you know, as long as the child is going to listen and behave Man, I'm thrilled, you know, and and even then, if the parent is just thinking, well, it's a babysitter, then they don't want to come and pick them up either, right. you know, and, and they want to make sure that they behave so they can go every week right. if they just want to get them out of their hair. I don't care what the intent is. I mean, God can use a lot of different strange people's ideas uh, for his glory, so the opportunity is there that you've got the children, you've got an opportunity to invest in them and i I can still hear I was driving a bus home quite a few years ago, and this particular bus captain would teach the kids hymns and so he had, he had, uh, he he was saying uh, all right we're gonna sing what can wash away my sins? nothing but the blood of Jesus." And so he said, that's the thing. It's that's the only thing that can wash away your sin is the blood of Jesus. And a little boy, he was maybe fifth grade, sitting in the front seat, he goes, The precious blood. Oh uh, he, he just he didn't say it to him, he just said it out loud right, from his heart. Right, right. You know, he had gotten saved like a year earlier. Wow. The precious blood. I mean, just you have an opportunity to change a child's destiny and you know really lay some good foundation for Christian character for the rest yeah, of life
0: yeah let me let me discuss this and this might be helpful to some when a child goes missing from the bus route we've had we've had kids who came to church and oh. some of them either got on the wrong bus going home or mm-hmm. um, a parent picked them up and we didn't know or the kids just decided they were going to walk home because they were mad they didn't want to go on the bus. And we had to very quickly find out where a kid was. And we've had parents call and say, hey, the bus just pulled up and my kid didn't get off. Where's my kid? And you go into panic mode immediately trying to find that child. And I remember the heart attack that you have as a pastor realizing we may Mm -hmm. have lost a kid or somebody got out of our care. What are some things that you guys did to maybe help prevent that? And then what was the protocol if that child did come up missing?
1: Well, the larger the, the amount of children, the more difficult that it is, and the greater need for structure. Um, I do not ever advise uh, people just to okay, we're done, we're done with Sunday school and church, goodbye, and boom, you know, there's a flood there. Uh, oftentimes they bring them in in a line and they try to get them out in a line now. Uh, you know, sometimes it does, doesn't work out, but it's, it's oftentimes that massive exodus there. You want to funnel all of the riders through the same door and don't start going out multiple exits and wandering and all of that stuff. So coming in and out. Uh, coming in, the bus workers take them per class. Uh, so you need enough, enough bus workers that will be able to take them per class not just open up the doors and let them run. Uh, So they need to be taken to where they're going. So, you know, you took them there and that illuminate a lot of stuff, even the teens. And I would always make it like, all right, you're not a bunch of kids. I'm not going to make you hold hands and stand in line, but, you know, let's, let's make our way on. And you just notice if somebody goes in the restroom or whatever, hang around a minute or let one of the you know teen teen workers know hey you got three kids in the restroom over here just sometimes they don't need to use a the restroom they're planning on ducking out and that's the best right. best start you know right, so right. keep with them keep an eye on them is going to take many of the problems away yeah get three counts yes on on your way in and count three times on your way back before you leave
0: yeah let me say that um we used to count but here's the problem sometimes a kid gets on the wrong bus and you count them as one of your riders but they're on the wrong that's true we used to do a name call we did a roll call and they had to, you know i'm here i'm here and you had to make sure it was the right kid because sometimes kids will say you know here and it's not you know it's not that it's not the right kids so you just have to be as careful as you can um you know numbering systems whatever you can come up with so that you've got the exact same number with the right kids on the right bus at the right time, yeah. or you're in trouble, so yeah, yeah, would you guys still have a bus ministry, and we've got about about three or four minutes here you, you guys still running a bus ministry and uh having some success with that if you if you had to start over today, you're starting brand new today, what would be the key element that you would think would be important to starting today? I
1: think the bus ministry is on its way out, yeah. I don't know if I would start a bus ministry today as much as try to find an area maybe a, maybe a, a building in an area you can rent hmm. and have Bible classes on Sundays in the area uh, okay you know so uh, you know whether you use a van or a shuttle bus right you if you stay within an area like let's say a bus route you you got in your mind a bus route, and you'd find a building, and I would do the Sunday school and church just in one group. Mm. You know, we're we're gonna we're gonna teach everybody. We're gonna you know go th- and you may wind up getting enough helpers where you can maybe divide older and younger. Right. But I think that's what I do today. Yeah. Is uh, and I think that we're really seeing uh, in the large cities, I've been in Cleveland and Columbus 42 years. So in the large cities, um, churches have left the rougher areas mm-hmm. and now there's not a gospel
0: presence right
1: there. And so I think that I would adjust it like that um, because I think that that would be more effective. And I think that that things like that is where we're headed, I think, in the bus ministry. And and now, if a church already, you've already got eight buses and you're running it, that's fine. We're talking about a church starting something. Right. I think I would start something like that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we found that if we could find a community center within the housing developments, and they often have one, we could do it right there. The parents can walk them over. They're right there. They can see. That was very, very effective. Um, I, I sadly agree with you that I think the bus ministry is going to be a thing of the past in the next few years. Um, it breaks my heart to say it. I don't even want to say it because it's been such an integral part of our oh, church and absolutely. our lives. Um, but I think you need to be looking for new avenues to reach families and getting those families on board. Um, that's that's all I can say. So if you're in a bus or, ministry— Or
1: maybe it's it's still the bus ministry, but in a different form. Right. It, you know, I mean, yeah. it's—but it, I, I just think that uh, there needs to be maybe some adjustment. Uh, in Ohio, yeah. we had a—beginning of the school year, we had a bus roll, uh, you know, over. And so uh, some of the kids were injured. Now, one child died, but, uh, you know— Some of the kids were injured, but buses are made basically for collisions to be compartmentalized. Mm -hmm. But now they've really gained a lot of impetus on uh, seatbelts. Yes. And if you start, if you have to now go back and retrofit all of your church buses Mm -hmm. with Mm seatbelts, you're looking at thousands of dollars. And so, you know, we're going to get to the point probably where we're going to be priced out a brand new bus. Right off the line, yeah, three hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah,
0: easy. Brand new bus. Yeah, easy here. That it, it'd be a half million dollars here, easy, easy. Yeah, yep. um, we leased them, and we were glad to be able to do that, and we had a great situation with that. But and we still do. Yes. But um, yeah, 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 absolutely. Well great week uh, some great suggestions for bus ministry thank you uh josiah for your suggestion and and to all who give us those kind of suggestions that's a great help to us and a help to you and we hope that's been a great help amen i'm al stone i am as you listen to this um let's see i will be heading home from the virginia area and uh, moving on to my next meeting and uh, god has been so good this year so good amen thank you to each and everyone amen. who's had me in and um already I'm almost booked up completely next year by the grace of God. I can't believe it. I've got a few openings still open, but if you want to give a shout-out and... uh Reach out to me, DrAlStone at gmail.com. I'll try to help you if I can. And uh, 2025, already looking ahead to that. And then several people have asked about our trip to Israel. And when you hear this, I don't know where we'll be in the news, but we're watching that. We're taking close attention to that. And if at all possible, we are still planning on going. And we do have trips planned for 2025. If you didn't get in for twenty four, look go to AlStone.ca. And start getting in for 25, because those that don't go in 24 are going to want to go in 25, and we'd love for you to come along. I'm Al Stone.
1: This is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. Let me uh, just recap the week. Work, 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 work. work. Amen. Love these kids. Pray for them by name. Um, Then don't be afraid to use some kind of promotion. Um, You know, you don't have to do it every single Sunday. Make sure that you get good relationship with the parents and have some rules and keep those rules simple, but Mm. keep them stern on the bus and uh, you're going to set yourself up uh, for the Lord to be able to bless.
0: Well said, well said. This is Tim Tox. We'll be back with you on Monday. Thank you for tuning in this week we are ever drawing closer to that magic number of 1000 and uh, man that'll be a great celebration i can't i can't believe it. i i love yes. telling people say do you have a podcast yeah i have a podcast we have uh, 930 episodes and they're like what i'm like yeah yeah we've been going for a while so um Big mile marks. So we appreciate that. So Amen. please go to uh, my Instagram account, my Facebook account, and look for the picture of Brother Dan Wolven in college next <laughs> to the gentle giant.
1: <laughs>
0: we Willie really wind out woven next to
1: the
0: <laughs> guy who's nine foot two. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Oh.
1: <laughs> it is.
0: <clears throat>
1: and then knowing me makes it even funnier. Oh, even I mean better. that's I mean, just looking at it, if you didn't even know who we were, you'd laugh. <laughs> oh, yeah. But then knowing us oh, yeah. is just great. It Makes is absolutely it even better. This great. This
0: is Tim Talks. Always fun, always on point. Yes. Come back next week. We'll see you then, eh? Have a great weekend. God bless you. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at TimTalks.com. That's T I I M Talks.com.